right now in your name, Jesus. I declare freedom in this house right now, God. I declare liberty in this place right now, Jesus. Every spirit of bondage that is in this house, you are rebuked in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of fear that is holding your people down, you are rebuked in the name of Jesus right now. I commence liberty in the spirit this very moment. I commence dominion in the supernatural right now. I don't know about y'all, but I didn't come play, to play games tonight. You know, we can come in here a lot, and we hear our shout music, and we get going, and I'm here. I'll shout with the best of them. But I didn't come to just act like I'm having church tonight. I came to have church tonight. I'm telling you what right now, I want to tell you that tonight is beginning Impact Kairos 2022. I'm going to be preaching to my seasoned saints in the house. All of us who got it all together. And all of us who know how to get jiggy with it on a Sunday night, I'm preaching to us tonight, all right? If you're a guest in the house, I apologize. There's a whole lot more polished preachers who can come, and they're going to really bless you. But I'm not preaching to you tonight. I'm preaching to us with our suits on, and our ties on, and our skirts on, and our dresses on, who are sitting on a pew, some of us. There is going to be a pre-impact breakthrough that happens in this building tonight. I declare it in Jesus' name. I said I declare it in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's happening tonight. Tell him right now, say, it's happening tonight. It's happening tonight. It's happening tonight. If y'all promise to preach with me, you could get ready. Acts chapter 2, verse 1, simply states, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And for a few moments, I'm simply going to preach positioned. Positioned for the Kairos. I said positioned for the Kairos. If y'all really believe that, I get a little bit more than just a few Baptist head nods and a few Catholic hand claps. Woo! Kairos is a time when conditions are right for the accomplishment of a crucial action, the opportune and decisive moment. As we have began to prepare for this week and have been planning and strategizing, I found myself at times completely and utterly consumed and captivated with the tasks at hand that I have not taken time to take a step back and fully comprehend and mentally prepare for what God is about to do in this place. I've gotten so consumed in the preparations that I have not adequately prepared the most essential part of this week, which is my soul and my spirit. I lay awake Thursday night tossing and turning after a long, hard day of work here at the church. I was restless but could not understand why my body ached with pains from the day hours spent laboring. And as I lay awake, it was as if God said, there is a correlation between your spiritual man and your physical man. There is a, there is a restlessness you feel because that is how your spirit man feels right now. You've got to understand that there is principalities and there is rulers and there is governors of darkness that are quaking in their boots this very minute. 
I said there's principalities that have been upon Fort Myers and there's principalities that have been upon the state of Florida that are quaking in their boots quite literally right now because of what is going to happen in this place this coming week. They understand that the preparations and the sacrifices that are going into this week are going to tear down their kingdoms. And they're going to wreck their little things that they're going on. Because when God shows up and he steps in, there is a kairos that happens. And no, when God says no, when God says yes, nobody can say no. In this time of spiritual chaos, it is imperative that we as the Rock Church do not lose sight and fall prey to Satan's devices. We are going to experience a greater level of pushback and a greater level of opposition because we are not just fighting for ourselves this week. We are not just fighting for our local assembly this week. But let me tell you, we are fighting and we are warring for each and every individual that is going to make their way in this house this week. We are putting on the burden that they have been carrying as the rock church and are going to begin to feel that spirit of suicide that's been upon someone. We're going to begin to feel that spirit of oppression, that spirit of Ishbibanov that's saying, I'm just going to sit back on a Sunday night and I'm not going to really get with it because, you know, it's the Sunday night before impact and we're going to have good church the next three days. But I came to rebuke that in the name of Jesus because if we ourselves are not ready, how are we going to be able to carry and help the people that are entering into this place right now? I'm telling you, there's people that have been bound for who knows how many years. There's individuals that are just coming for another conference. They don't even know why they're coming. But God has invented a Kairos moment. And God is lining up his men of God. And God is lining up the Rock Church for an opportune and decisive moment to happen in their life. He is preparing them right now as we speak for this moment. And I got to tell you that as I began to think of that, my mind went to a cow, Brother Stewart. I know that sounds interesting, but you got, you got to see there is these things called venomous snakes. And if you tangle with a venomous snake and its poison gets into you, the poison will begin to shut down your internal organs and it will begin to shut down your heart and you will die because of the venom that is in your veins. And I just felt in the Holy Ghost that there's some people who have been bitten spiritually by some venomous snakes and they're barely holding on. They're at their last breath. But let me tell you what you do when you get bit by a venomous snake. There are special centers that go and they take these snakes and they inject the venom of those snakes into cows and into other large livestock. And the reason they do that is because that larger animal, that larger being has the ability to put on the weight of that venom. And it has the ability to overcome that venom. And I'm telling you what, I feel like we are a supernatural cow in this place. God has equipped us and God has empowered us and God is, is saying, look it, I know it's going to be tough for the next few days and I know you've been feeling opposition and I know you've been feeling things, but I am simply injecting you with venom so you could be the antidote to someone's problem. And you're wondering why you're feeling certain ways and you're wondering why you're seeing certain things. It's not because the devil's, you know, or it's not because God's attacking you or anything, but it's simply because God is trying to use you to reach someone else. Can I be vulnerable for a moment in this place? Wednesday night, I lay awake at night and I was getting ready for bed and a spirit of perversion entered me. And I began to think thoughts, and I was saying, God, why, why am I thinking these thoughts? I haven't exposed myself to things that would make me think these things. I haven't been around places that would make me think these thoughts. Lord, why am I thinking these perverse thoughts? And it was like God said, it was like God said, just trust me. And I'm like, God, it's 12 o'clock at night. I, don't, I need you to answer me right now. And I finally got myself under control. I prayed. I went to sleep. And I woke up the next morning. And God confirmed to me that a friend of mine was dealing with perverse things in his life. 
And it was like God was saying, son, I'm trying to get your attention. You're so caught up in my work. You're so caught up in laboring that you're not really capturing the real potential that is going to happen this week. And I stood there. I stood there with conviction coursing through my veins. And it was that day that my dad asked me to preach. And God immediately said, tell them what you have been experiencing. So I simply came to the Rock Church tonight to tell you what you are experiencing is not for you, but it's for someone else. I don't want us to be ignorant of Satan's devices in this place. You understand, you may have it spiritually intact. There may be some people who you are spiritually stable right now, and you are mentally stable. But I was reading in the book of Job, Brother Trevor, and I found it interesting. The last thing that the devil attacked Job with was his own body. He took his kids away. He took his livestock away. He took everything in the world away. But the last straw that Job, that the devil said maybe he will break was physical sickness upon Job's life and I've come to declare in this place I don't know if you're dealing with physical sickness or you're going to deal with physical sickness but do not do not let it overcome you in this season that we're in right now you can be the most spiritual person in here and if you get sick you may be going home just because you got a headache and the devil's laughing they say man they could sure pray when they get in that prayer room Man, they can sure touch the throne of God when they get in that prayer room. But I'm telling you, don't you dare let sickness stop you from absolutely walking in the Holy Ghost the next four days. Tell you what, it was funny. The, the devil just likes to play games with you. Because last night I got home, and I was fine all day. And then I got in bed, and my knee was hurting so bad. I couldn't sleep because my knee was just excruciating in pain. And I just felt like, you know what, devil? Put it on my other knee if you want to. But I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to give God 100%. I'm going to put my body in submission, Brother Stewart. Because at the end of the day, what's more important? My physical pain or someone's spiritual life being saved? I need Brother Claude to come up here real quick for a moment. Brother Nissan, if you could grab me that prop. Brother Claude, where you at? There he is. All right. Brother Claude is going to represent the spiritual wickedness that is opposing us. <laughs> come up here, man. <laughs> I had to do it. You're the only one intimidating enough. <laughs> he is representing... What we are seeing in the spiritual this week, you may be listening to things that are coming in your mind and this is what you're looking up to and this is what you're seeing and we're going to do this down here so we don't hurt anybody. I want you to grab one end of that rope. What you may feel like, let me get that other end, Nissan. You go ahead and stretch it out over there by the clock. What you may feel like in the spiritual is that this is what you're having to do with the opposition that you're feeling. And this man is, you know, he's a little bit stronger than me. And, you know, if I try and pull him and I'm praying and I can't quite get him to, and he's pulling me. Because let me tell you, when we as a body enter into a conference like we are, it's not just any devils that are showing up to this conference. And it's not just any type of demons that are going to pop their head in on a Thursday night and on a Friday night. It's not just any type of principalities that are going to say, send the special reinforcements in. So you know what happens? I may not be able to fight the devil alone. I may be getting dragged back, you know. But what happens when I get about two other people to come help me? All of a sudden, we link up, and we start pulling. And all of a sudden, I, I ain't fighting as hard anymore. And then I get a couple more people to come over here all of a sudden. And, and then all of a sudden, a couple more people, and a couple more people. And all of a sudden, 
Ain't no devil in hell going to stop what the Rock Church is doing because there is power in unity. I said there's power in unity. You may not be able to fight the devils that you're facing all by yourself. You may not be able to stop the principalities that are trying to bind us. But when one could put a thousand to flight and two could put ten thousand to flight and when three Rock Church members start praying and when five Rock Church members start praying and when six Rock Church members start praying, the devil says, I was, I was trying, I was trying to beat him up, but he can't do nothing. Musicians, you could come. Brother Trevor said it so eloquently this morning. Did he not preach the ever-living socks off this place this morning? My God. There's a song that Israel Hooten wrote called, I Will Live. And their line in there says, the atmosphere of expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. And, you know, as much as we can try and plan and as much as we can try and get everything down to a science for this week, there is a level that we must understand that we are nothing but frail human beings. And that we alone cannot accomplish what God is trying to do in this place. So the only thing that we can do to really make a difference is to create an atmosphere. You see, an atmosphere doesn't just affect the one person that's in it, but it affects not only everything, all, all the individuals in it, but it even affects the inner molecules of that atmosphere. When you introduce a different gas into a gas chamber, it's not just in, infecting whatever may be in that gas chamber, but it's affecting the atmosphere. And I don't know about you all tonight, but I've been fighting a lot of stuff here recently. And I've been feeling resistance in the supernatural. I've been finding it hard to pray. I've been finding it hard to take time to read my Bible. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to enter into a critical Kairos moment, weak and anemic in the spiritual. I don't want to enter into the most opportune time of battle at my lowest point. So I'm not going to sit here the next few moments, and I'm not going to pry you, and I'm not going to push you, because that's not what God sent me here to do today. Because at the end of the day, the responsibility is on you and you alone. If you have it all together, by God, you could leave right now. But I've been I know I'm preaching to some people in here who you've been battling some things that you have not gotten victory over. You've been battling feelings towards other brethren and sisters in the church that you have not gotten victory over. Oh, it's getting a little quiet in here tonight. I said it's getting a little quiet in here tonight. But we cannot enter into this week spiritually weak and anemic. So I need you to prepare to do whatever you need to do to touch the throne of God in here tonight. I said, whatever you need to do to touch the throne of God. On a Sunday night, I know most of, most of us on here are spiritual saints. And, you know, normally Sundays I'd come in here, I'd let the Holy Ghost flow, and I'd just say, you know what, let God do what he's going to do. But I am challenging you in this place. Put your flesh in submission tonight. Put your flesh in submission and say, God, I will stay here as long as I need to. God, I will do whatever I need to do to get into your presence and get myself right. As we all stand across this place, I need you all to just get ready. I just need you to do whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do in this place right now. If you need to go talk to someone right now and you need to make things right, maybe that's what you got to do. If you need to come in here and get your face in an altar and repent for the sins that you've been secretly committing behind people's backs, you need to do that tonight. Whatever you need to do in this place because God is needing to use the rock church. God is needing to use us as a vacuum and as a, a working for him. My word, there's such a tension in this house. I know you all feel it as well as me. There is a tension in this place. 
It's because we haven't got ourselves in complete submission right now. Me as one individual can only do so much. I could only push you so far. I could only say so many things to try and activate something in you. But at the end of the day, what's going to truly make a difference is that if the children of Zion will begin to cry out to him, that if the children of Zion will really begin to take it seriously for yourselves, there's only so much weight that Bishop can carry on his shoulders. There's only so much weight that Pastor Falaza as the youth director can carry on his shoulders. And Pastor Trevor as the college and career pastor can take on his shoulders. But it's going to take some of us to start breaking out of our routine and start to break out of our monotony of what we would usually do on a night like this and what we would usually do in a place like this. It's uncomfortable right now. It's uncomfortable in this house right now. But it needs to be uncomfortable for you. How bad do you want the Kairos to actually happen this week, Rock Church? How serious are you about impact actually making an impact on the individuals that are going to be here in this place? How committed to you, how committed are you to letting God use you? All it takes is one person to begin a catalyst in this house that no one can stop. I don't want Brother Trevor to come up here and take the mic and sing us into an altar call. I don't want the musicians to come in here and play us into an altar call. But I want the Rock Church right now, God, we will do whatever we need to do to get into your presence. God, we will do whatever we need to do to gain access to your throne room. Dominion has a sound. Victory has a sound. You're on the edge. Someone's on the edge right now. Someone is on the edge right now. Position yourself. I said position yourself. You can't expect the miraculous if you don't first position yourself. 
I don't care if you're at the altar right now. What does your heart look like? I don't care if you're standing at the altar right now. What are your thoughts that are going through your head sound like? Come on, Rock Church, we're on the brink. We're on the brink of breaking through. We're on the brink of pressing through. I know you're tired. I'm tired too. I only got three hours of sleep last night. But are we going to let that stop us from breaking through and capturing dominion in the supernatural this evening? By the authority invested in me and in the name of Jesus right now, I declare freedom in this house. Devil, his name is greater and his blood is more powerful. Devil, I said his name is greater and his blood is more powerful. I release the name of Jesus in this atmosphere. I release the name of Jesus in this atmosphere. The only name that has power. The only name that has authority. The only name that has dominion. Jesus, begin to flow in this place. Would you flow from the tip of every head to the sole of every foot, Lord? God, would your anointing begin to take over people in this house, Jesus? God, let them walk in a new level of your power. Let them walk in a new level of your dominion. Let them walk in a new level of your anointing. Press, Rock Church. Press. Press, press past the monotony of routine. Press past your flesh. Bring every thought into captivity right now. Bring every thought into captivity right now. Somebody, you ought to lay hands on your own head. Declare victory over yourself. Take dominion over your own demons. Take dominion over your own supernatural strongholds in your life. Don't let your pride get in the way of your breakthrough. Don't let your pride hinder you from reaching the levels God wants to use you.
I just felt this in the Holy Ghost. There's someone in this place right now. God just showed me that impact last year. He laid a calling on your life. He laid an anointing on your life that was so powerful. You said, God, how can you use me to do that? And you've let a year go by without answering that call that he has laid upon your life. He wanted me to tell you right now that it is not too late to answer that call. He wanted me to tell you right now that he is still calling you to that level of anointing. You think that that mantle has passed by. God wanted me to tell you that tonight is the defining moment. If you do not position yourself right now, that this week will mark either the start of the greatest anointing you have ever seen in your life or the decline of your spiritual man. And you're fighting because you know you're going to have to let friends go. You may be invested in a relationship. But are those things worth more to you than the calling that God has placed upon you and the power and the anointing that God has placed upon you. Rock Church, this is for us tonight. God's going to move mightily this week. God's going to show himself strong this week. But it's like Brother Trevor said this morning, are people going to walk in here looking for someone to put an arm around their shoulder? People going to walk in here this week looking for someone who communicates with the situations that they're going through. People are going to walk in here this week yearning, desiring for something that they haven't had. Are we going to be so consumed with what we have going on that we can't lay that down? speaking to some people who life has hurt you
Your call has hurt you. And you're afraid because of your hurt. But the only way to really heal from hurt is to let the band-aids that you've been putting on get ripped off. And to let God begin to do the healing process. You've been harboring thoughts and you've been harboring feelings and you've been harboring all sorts of things in your life that you thought you had down and people forgot about. And I've been there. I thought I had it all under control. Till I found myself in an altar with my face on the floor. And God said, are you willing to let your pride and your arrogance stop you from healing and moving on and doing what I've called you to do in life? How many Sundays do we come in here? Putting band-aids on things. Tuesday nights, just going through the motions. Might get a little tight in here, but walking past that person that you know you have on your heart against. Trying to hide behind smokes and mirrors that you set up in your life. You can't conquer the devils on the next levels if you don't conquer the devils on the level you're at. You can't expect for God to anoint you and use you like you dream and like he showed you you're not conquering the simple things that are down here. I know this is different. And it's really simple. But if you will take what I'm saying to you, and you will apply it in this very moment. Right now. Right now. In this moment, don't wait another second. Don't wait another minute. You've waited plenty long enough right now. I want every eye closed across this house. Whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do, I need you to do it right now. I need you to do it right now. You've waited long enough and God is saying, time's up. Are you going to make your decision? You wouldn't care who's watching you if you were desperate enough. You wouldn't care who heard you if you were desperate enough. You wouldn't care what you look like if you were desperate enough. How desperate are you right now? How desperate are you to get past these levels? And these same monotony. You get a little spiritual energy drink because, you know, you walk in here and God uses you for a service. And you think, man, I'm doing good. But are you satisfied? Do what you need to do in this house, Rock Church. The body is designed to heal with everything inside of it. We don't need someone to come preach us into healing. We don't need someone to come strengthen us. We could do it right here. We could do it right now. Every hand lifted, every eyes closed. Feel after the Holy Ghost in this place. Let God guide you.
every person in this place, grab someone next to you in this house. I want everybody connected in this place right now. God, we come before you in this house tonight, Jesus. We acknowledge that we are frail human beings that are nothing without you, Lord. God, we realize that as we go throughout this week, it is not us that are operating in the demonstrations that you want us to. It is not our hands that are creating atmospheres of worship, God. But we humbly, God, lay ourselves before you, Jesus, as servants. God, we lay ourselves before you as laborers in your kingdom, Jesus. God, would you take frail human hands, Jesus, God, would you take frail human bodies, God, and would you empower us, Lord? Would you strengthen us, Jesus? God, would unity ring throughout the body of the Rock Church in this place right now? God, would you strengthen our weaknesses, God, and would you anoint us, God, where we're, where we're slacking, Jesus, and Right now, Lord, would you begin to mold us together, Jesus. God, let us realize that without our, each other, God, we are nothing. God, right now, would you begin to empower people, Lord, in this place. God, would your anointing begin to flow over individuals in this house, Jesus. God, when they walk, let your spirit walk with them, Jesus. When they interact with people, God, let your spirit flow through them, Jesus. As they pray with people, God, let a double portion of your anointing that is upon the bishop of this house flow through this body this week, Jesus. Right now, God, we're believing for the miraculous, Jesus. We're believing for the miraculous, Jesus. Somebody, you ought to go lay your hands on a plew right now. Let the Lord just begin to use you in this moment. There's people who are going to be sitting here. Go ahead, go lay your hands on a pew. Begin to pray for people who are going to be standing in there. Go find a spot at the altar and let the tears of your sacrifice fall and begin to turn the soil of the supernatural in this place. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. Let him guide you right now. Let's not be so introspective for a moment. Let us begin to touch and let us begin to feel the ebb and the flow of the Holy Ghost in this place. Don't be so spiritually obese that you can't get up for a moment and you can't think about someone else and you can't pour out and you can't position yourself to pour and to be a servant for just a few moments. You ought to pray like it's your lost loved one that's going to be sitting in the pew this week. 
you ought to pray like it's your lost son and your lost daughter that's going to be sitting in the pew this week. You ought to pray like it was you 20, 30 years ago who was lost and found their way into a conference and found their way into a camp and God began to turn your life around. You ought to pray like it's going to be you sitting in these pews. Is that all we got, Rock Church? Is that the extent of what God has done for us? Is this the extent of what we're willing to churn? Is this the extent? Are these the depths? Are these the shallow depths that we're willing to dive into? After all that God has done for us, after all the blessings God has placed upon our lives, after a church that was written off, Where are my intercessors in this house? Where are my intercessors in this place? Intercessors, I can't hear you in this place tonight. Intercessors, I can't feel your prayers breaking through walls. I can't feel your prayers I preach short so we could take our time in this moment. Let's not rush it. We could get more done in five minutes of touching to the throne of heaven than we can in 30 minutes. Of me trying to pry you out of your seat. Me trying to get you to see the big picture we could get more done in a few moments of touching the throne room of heaven and activating spiritual forces in this house 